0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, November the 8th. Hello, friends, hope you're well. And we've got lots to talk about today in the world of video games, so let's jump into it. First thing I want to touch on is Nintendo, because a few more nuggets of information have come to light following their financial results that we talked about last week. And one of those things is the fact that they have revealed that there are now 32 million Nintendo Switch online subscribers. That's as of the end of September, and that's up from 26 million people last year. So over the course of a year, they got like 6 million people. It's pretty good. And that doesn't include everything that's going on with the expansion pack, so it's probably much higher than that even at this point. So that's interesting. About a third of the people who own a Nintendo Switch also have Switch Online, assuming one Switch per person. And then the other thing which I found very interesting was that they kind of touched on what their next console might be. They didn't provide any details, but they just started talking about it. They're still doing a lot of discussions about what the console is going to be. When are they going to release it? But they did say that in general, they think that the Switch is in the middle of its life cycle. So it's been about four years since the console came out. And maybe it'll be another four years until the next one comes, which seems pretty reasonable for a console generation. Of course, the Switch has been performing so well that, you know, it's not something they have to rush to at this point. In their financials, they even said like, hey, the Switch performed way better than we were expecting, and we're going to be taking all of that extra cash that we didn't think we were going to have, and we're going to invest that smartly. So anyway, it's good to hear that Nintendo is doing well. And I think pretty intriguing that they've even mentioned the next console. You might remember last week we talked about Forza Horizon 5, which reviewed extraordinarily well. And uh, it turns out it is also selling extremely well. So the game is in early access right now for everybody who purchased the premium edition of the game, which is about 100 American dollars before tax. And according to some in-game leaderboards, close to 1 million people are already playing the game. A million people before the actual regular edition of the game is even out. That is actually, like, extremely good. A game developer would be happy with 1 million sales, let alone 1 million sales of its premium edition. It has also already topped the Steam charts as a pre order. And all of this is despite it being a day one inclusion of the Game Pass. If you're going to talk about the biggest Xbox franchises, obviously Halo is up there, Minecraft is up there, but you can't count out Forza. It's doing numbers for them. I'm excited for the game, I'm going to be playing it myself. The very popular publisher Devolver Digital have announced a few acquisitions of some game developers, and these are actually pretty interesting. Uh, The first one is Dodge Roll, who are the developers of Enter the Gungeon. Fantastic game. They also got the studio Nereal, who made the Reigns games. You might remember them. They were most popular on mobile and Switch, I think. But it's a game where you get cards that you have to swipe left and right and just make a series of decisions over and over again. They're pretty good. And finally, they got Firefly Studios, who are the makers of the Stronghold series. Those are some RTS games. These companies joined their other subsidiary, Crow Team who made the Talos Principle, and that makes Devolver Digital a pretty attractive publisher, I won't lie. They've got a great lineup of studios underneath them. Also, they just went public on the London Stock Exchange, so that's pretty neat. The newest expansion for Final Fantasy XIV and Walker has been delayed by two weeks, so originally releasing on November 19th, now releasing on December 3rd. That's for early access now the announcement for this was very interesting because it was made in a live stream and the game's famed director naoki yoshida was actually very emotional about it he blamed himself and his own quote-unquote selfishness he talked about how this was the first time in his entire career that he had to announce a release date and then delay it but said that endwalker was a major expansion for them and they wanted to do it right and they needed these two weeks for quality assurance but he hated doing it because he says, you know, I know there's a lot of people who booked time off of work and stuff like that, and me delaying the game so late is going to interfere with that. And so it was a real wrestling match between do I just ship it on the day or do I improve stability? It's probably one of the most authentic like delay announcements I've ever seen. But in my opinion, it's also, I don't know, kind of sad that the pressure was so high. I really, really wish that the gaming industry was less demanding for new stuff, and perhaps you could say this about any media, but if every single gamer was just a little bit more lackadaisical about when games came out, and were mostly just content with the things that they had, uh, maybe Yoshida wouldn't be feeling so bad about delaying this game. Especially because this is just, it's two weeks. Two weeks is nothing. So, I don't know, anyway. I wanted to let you know about the delay, but I also wanted to point out like, hey, don't put all your eggs into the various baskets of the new video games. Just let it ride out. But hey, other than that, folks, that's all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Of course, I will be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. Hope you have a great day. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. I just, like, literally as of this moment, I angrily deleted the tweet I was about to make. Which was, hey, just get your vaccine, okay? Why you gotta make it so hard? I've been unfollowing, like, at least half a dozen people over the last week because for some reason I was following people who were either anti-vaccine or anti-mandated vaccine or something. I don't really pay attention. I just see that they retweet nonsense and then I unfollow them. Just get the vaccine, man. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. It's not going to hurt you. Even if you think it's not going to do anything, you just got to go into a room, get pricked for a second, and walk out. It doesn't take that long. And then you can complain about whatever you think about the vaccine, <laughs> like geez. Ah, I get so frustrated. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. Why? Why was I following these people in the first place? I didn't even know who most of them were. I how did I? How did they manage to get followed by me? I. Uh, anyway. Hey, listen. Okay, more positive note. I'm, I'm recording this on a Sunday, Sunday evening, and I had a super productive day today. Uh, Shelby and I both had the weekend off, which is. So tremendous. Like, it is it is rare that Shelby and I both get a day off on the same day. I highly recommend it. Uh, we got up and we went for breakfast with her father. Free food is always very, very nice. And connecting with family, of course. And then we got a bunch of errands done. Ton of stuff done. And surprise, surprise, sitting on my front door was my package for an Amazon Kindle. I was like, what the heck? The... <laughs> The, uh, the Amazon thing told me it was going to come in three weeks, and then it showed up on my doorstep the next day. Like, what the heck's that about? So, uh, I have my new Kindle. It's pretty dope. I'm going to tell you all about it in a couple of days after I've done a, a, a little bit more reading on it, but the the upgrade has already been worth it based on speed alone. Remember I was saying how if I switched a page on my old Kindle, it would, like, take forever? I'd hit the button and then I'd have to wait, like, one, two, and then the page would switch? Now it's just instant- instantaneous. Oh, you'll love to see it. And the, the screen is bigger. Oh, anyway. I would normally feel bad about a purchase like this, but I know I'm going to have this for the next 10 years because I had the old one for 10 years. So, I don't know. Let's do the math on it. How much was it? It was like 200 bucks Canadian divided by 10 years. <laughs> so 20 bucks a year. That's, that's pretty good. 20 bucks a year or one and a half dollars a month. <laughs> anyway. So that was nice, you know, got the errands done, got the Kindle. Uh, What else? I got the postcards done for the Patreon. Finally, that li- that was literally like a 15 hour project or something like that. Just writing them all out for the most part, 15 to 20 hours, maybe. We went to the post office today and I was like, um, I need a lot of stamps. <laughs> and they were like, OK, how many do you need? I was like, you know, 100 and something. Three Canadian stamps. Shout out to my fellow Canadians. Close to, a- I-, I think I actually got 100 United States stamps and then close to 40 international stamps or something like that. And then Shelby and I sat down and just blitzkrieged it. Got all the stamps in the wrong, in the, in the right spots. It's really cool, actually. I have the stack next to me here. And for a long time, the the postcards, they all looked so blank. And now they're all written in. They have the stamp on them. They look so official. Ah, it's so cool that I got to do this. So I got that done. We made dinner, did some laundry, I know I'm saying these things and it's like, yeah, congratulations. Everybody does. You're you're doing adult things that everybody else does. But for us, honestly, I don't know. It really feels like we haven't found that rhythm of like what being an adult is like yet. We let the laundry pile up for a long time. We're often scrambling for dinner. I mean, okay, we're in a better spot than some other people our age are. You know, there's a lot of people who and maybe you're one of these people and this is no shame, but who eat out every day because they don't have the energy to cook, or they just haven't learned to cook, and so they spend all their money on fast food, or whatever. And Shelby and I, from the beginning, have always been very committed to, like, cooking our meals, because it's healthier, and because it's cheaper. I mean, for me, it's about the cheapness. I think for Shelby, it's more about being healthy. She, she, would, uh, she would easily pay for the convenience, whereas I am a very frugal individual. <laughs> uh, but anyway, because we've committed to that, it takes a lot of energy for us to actually get it sorted, and we're getting there, but the you know to be able to say that we cooked something today and it was relatively hassle-free is a is a big win for us. And then same with laundry, like I said, and cleaning. Oh man. Anyway, I've talked your ear off. Thanks, folks. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, as always. Ciao.